At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Our next segment will feature the two-minute drill, but this segment, in a way, could be a four-minute drill because we've got four games to get to, so let's jump right on in. We'll start with the Buccaneers and the 49ers. San Francisco, 11.5-point favorites at home with a total of 41.5. Joe, what do you see here? Yeah, it's like, what do you do? Uh, Tampa flying across the country after a comfortable win last week over the Titans. And then San Francisco, uh, they're also coming back from Florida much, much happier. I mean, this is a Jacksonville defense much improved that they just demolished last week. 7.3 yards per play. The CMC touchdown streak finally ends. I'm like, oh, maybe people (laughs) forgot about it. Let me take a look. Oh, yeah, it's minus 250. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's about right. Things are not going to change. Maybe he's going to start a brand new streak. Um, I don't have anything sadder total in this one, but there was a price that I looked up that I was a little surprised where we're at. And I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against tight ends. They've had issues. Now, I could not tell you who the Titans tight end is. So I don't think it's too much of a deal. And we're dealing with Levis. They could not move the football at all last week. They, they had around 200 total yards. But if you look at what the Bucs have been doing recently. Schultz, 12, 135, and a touchdown. Kincaid, 5 for 65, and a touchdown. The group of Falcons tight ends, whichever one's whichever one uh, Arthur Smith wants to use, they had 74 yards against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if I'm doing something in this game, I'm thinking Kittle. Kittle's plus 175 to score a touchdown? Really? That price seems off to me i I see him getting into the end zone against the bucks for a second when you said kittle i thought you were gonna say cade (laughs) Cade oh Oh, wait a tight this is the this is like the super bowl game of the tight end tight end (laughs) yeah kate Otten Otten finds the end zone again plus five kelsey takes offense to that by the way meaningless touchdown final two minutes of the game i see it i really don't have anything on this either it's just a lot of points and the niners look great but still do i want to lay this big number with san francisco no and i just not that interested in looking at a bunch of props for this one so it's pretty much passed for me No play on the side for me, but as far as the bits that I've had uh, considering these two teams, uh, I think the bits will be alive and well. First off, Chase Young, 
can he get home this time? There might be some value there as far as him recording a sack. So that one I like a whole lot. And also, too, Baker Mayfield. Same thing with Jared Goff that I was talking about. Baker Mayfield's been a lot better playing under pressure. That's been a dimension to his game that's been missing. The fact that he has that now uh, makes me a little bit more comfortable to back, say, a Mike Evans prop. His rushing plus receiving is 56 and a half. I know the jet sweeps really aren't meant for him. But, hey, it's San Francisco. Maybe they have to do something creative. So over 56 and a half for Evans, I'm definitely comfortable with that just because if the Bucs are going to stay in this game at all, Mike Evans has to have massive contributions. So I think that's a comfortable place, uh, but no play on the side for me. Uh, How about we move on now to the – Yeah, yeah. Purdy 249. You think he goes over? I mean, you're not running on the Bucs. Right? Isn't this going to be a Purdy game? Mm. Spreading Purdy it out, it might be. and Ayuk and a Kittle, and nothing wrong with yeah. that, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's a Purdy game, like I don't necessarily think that's like an insult. I think it's just more of a descriptor, <laughs> and and that's fine. You know, yeah. look, he can play well. Receivers are wide open, like you know, one of the higher wide open rates. And I've talked about his EPA till the cows come home. Uh, but I, I look at this and I go, yeah, that's a pretty game. No problem. You can cover the 11 and a half. So, so we're good there. Like my Southernisms, they, they come on every now and Til again. the cows remind come Remind everyone where I'm. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Uh, Giants and Commanders, Washington, nine and a half point favorites here. Never mind what happened in the previous meeting. Commanders, nine and a half point favorites in the here and the now. Total of 37. Joe, how are you playing it? If at all. So up to nine and a half. Interesting, because I, I have been hearing some betters make a case for the Giants, and I can't. I can't. There's too many <laughs> games to bet on. We're going over all these angles for just about every matchup, and I look at this one, I'm like, no, thank you. All right, your two Tommy DeVito starts. They lose 49-17 to 17 last week to Dallas, and two weeks ago, 30-6 to six to the Raiders. So minus 56 point differential in the two DeVito starts. He's 42nd in the NFL in EPA per play. I think that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Sam Howell. There, there's, well, how mean, many teams are in the league? <laughs> look, I know, Aaron, I know it seems crazy that the commanders are favored by nine and a half, and maybe this gets it to does. 10 by game day. It, it's very crazy, but the same handicap with the Giants. What can they get to? What can they get to? Maybe DeVito passes. I don't know, because anybody can pass on the commanders, but I will not be betting on it. Yeah, this is a tough one, because obviously the Giants won the first matchup, one of their only wins this season. This might be their (laughs) only chance of doing anything good for the rest of the way this season. They say they're not tanking. I don't know if I believe it. I mean, they might not be purposely tanking, but... Tommy DeVito stinks. He's not going to give them a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're going to do the whole division matchup, these two teams know each other well, I still go back to Tommy DeVito. Yeah. What can the Giants That's do? It. The only place <laughs> I'm looking is I do think the commanders have found something offensively, and Sam Howell has been playing very well. 246 and a half passing yards for Sam Howell against this awful Giants defense one of the worst in the NFL seems like a great option here because he has gone well over that you look at his past few games 312 325 397 249 he's only gone under 246 and a half three times this season and now he's playing much better so I like Sam Howell over on his passing prop it's minus 115 at BetMGM 
You know why, Aaron, Sam Howell is playing that much better? Because he's not getting sacked nearly as much. His three lowest sack rates of the season have come in the last three games. And these are not bad pass rushes he's going up against. The Eagles, the Patriots, the Seahawks, they're not terrible defenses, not at all. In fact, the Eagles, I'd argue, are really, really, really good. Like, everybody can get a ton of pressures. But Sam Howell was able to withstand that and play well. So, absolutely, I think that's a good look. Uh, I'm going to be a little lame, guys, in this one. Joey Sly over six and a half kicking points. That's the play. Okay. I'm going back to the kickers in this one because what the hey? I mean, red zone sputtering may be how the Giants kind of stay in this one. It's also funny, too, you're, Joe, when you were talking about uh, the fact that a lot of betters are making the case for the Giants here. My model has this closer to six instead of nine mm. and a half. But I'm not tailing Tommy DeVito. You can't no. make me. You can't make me, Joe. I'm looking at uh, the DeVito props. It's 155 and a half passing yards. And oh my the passing, gosh. <laughs> the passing touchdowns, they set it at a half. It's just a little juice to the over. He has three <laughs> passing touchdowns in his two starts. Still got beat up. I mean, maybe he, he could have a touchdown pass against the commander secondary in garbage time. I could see that hitting. But it's mm-hmm. best that we all just walk away, right? Unless you have Washington and Survivor. Don't even watch this. <laughs> yeah, the kicking exactly. points. And why would you? For. Ugh, Washington and Survivor. Yeah. Never. I might have yeah, to. Yeah, right? We've been, might have been to. burned by that or been sweating oh that just gosh. enough. Absolutely not. No way, no how. Cowboys and Pan- uh, Panthers. Cowboys and Panthers here. Uh, Dallas, 10.5 point favorites on the road. Total of 42. Joe, can Dallas repeat that offensive insanity that they did last week against the G-Men? It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's so stupid. So Reich is like, <laughs> oh, I'm about to get fired? Really? Okay, I'll call the plays. Might as well go out my way. I guess he's doing his Frank Sinatra here. I don't, what do you, they can't do anything. God, the Carolina Panthers are just so pathetic. So, We've made some good money betting on CeeDee Lamb a lot. Like all the alt numbers. He hit it last week. He hit the 150 plus. I think that was 8 to 1. So you would think that uh, there's been an adjustment there. We look at receiving yards. It's still too short. It's 81 and a half. Why? Am I I crazy? Is that too short? Yes. I already bet it. it, Yeah. <laughs> right. That's way too you short. Go. Yeah. I don't I think I don't it's something it where does the does the market understand that the Cowboys still pass the ball a lot, even when they're up big? Like this isn't the Tony Pollard Rico Dowdle show, even when Game Script says to do as much. They're still trying yeah. to throw it to CeeDee Lamb. Like, th- this is something the Cowboys have been doing for a long time now. It's like Keep the stars out there longer than they should be. Keep Dak out there longer just to kind of keep the offense rolling or whatever. I mean, there are entire games at the end of regular seasons where he's out there longer than he should be. And you know what? That's just their philosophy. It's not like other football teams in that regard. So I don't care the spread is big. I don't care what the game script is saying. That lamb number is short. I completely agree with you, Joe. Okay. Well, yeah, we Ed, you said uh, for a couple of uh, props that, oh, what if, you know, game script and they're up big, would mm-hmm. you be concerned? Now, with CeeDee Lamb, I still wouldn't, just like the others, because I think at a, 
he'll get to at least a hundred and then maybe they'll dial it back. But uh, I'm, I think yeah. he'll go over this prop once again. It's about half what it, he can I, do. What do you I, like? 81 and a half more than six and a half receptions. 81 and a half. I like more because it's the Jake Ferguson thing, right? He, he's been so impactful as far as keeping this offense going. Like his on-off splits have been unbelievable. They need to keep him on the field as a potential pass catcher. So in that respect, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets more targets than, say, C.D. Lamb. But it's Lamb, the one is he's the one who's going to be doing most of the damage. I'd lean yeah. more on the yards, not to mention, like, the yak might also be a big deal here where he's just 100%. able to to weave around traffic. I think that's the, the big play there. And, look, alternate yeah. numbers, we've talked about that a lot with Lamb. I mean, of course we have because he's our favorite for Offensive Player of the Year now. Like, he's the show's pick, right? That's the other thing is, like, alternate numbers are probably the even better play if you want to maximize a profit here for Lamb. Yeah, yeah. The um, look, I the Cowboys have three losses on the year, all three on the road. I'm not making a case for the Panthers to win this game outright, but laying more than double digits, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, I'm anybody side total anything? Just CD my model says me. eleven and a quarter, and that might be just enough to back the Cowboys. But if I were, I don't know if I'd even do a full unit on that. I, I'd yeah. probably be a little bit more conservative because like you're saying, like Dak might very well be a different quarterback on the road, especially outdoors. So what does that mean in terms of timing and getting comfortable with, with routes, especially when you're dealing with intermediate and deep throws, things like that. And also too, I think Dak's mobility is something where he needs to be fully comfortable uh, for that element to work. So I can definitely see the reservations as to this being a potentially closer game. That's why I think the lamb prop probably makes a whole lot of sense. I also like Tony Pollard under 10 and a half yards for his longest gain. I think for him, it's just going to be about running the football and that's fine. Uh, And look, the targets are going to go to lamb and Jake Ferguson. Hopefully cooks gets incorporated more like he did last week, but I don't know that that may have been a blip. That may have been an outlier. All right. Very good. Yeah. I think that's everything we got in that one. Yeah, for sure. Let's move on now to the Raiders and the Dolphins. Miami, 13-point favorites with a total of 48-and-a-half. How are we going to back the Miami Dolphins in this one, Joe? Ooh, are are we? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> received a lot of support. It has been bouncing around 13, 12-and-a-half. It's a high-ish total game. You know, I've been looking at uh, what they've done, the Raiders, since Antonio Pierce has taken over, and two – poor opponents and it's set up it's been a perfect spot and they got off and running to start the game let's feed jacobs we got the lead let's keep feeding jacobs again and again and again and he's he got what 26 and 27 rushes in these two games he's averaged 107 rushing yards in these two games he got into the end zone twice game script has been a common theme today I'm hesitant to jump on Jacob's props just because of that. Are we going to wake up at the end of the first quarter and see that the score is 21 to nothing? That's my concern with uh, taking over on Jacob's props. But I don't want to go under either because Pierce might just say, run the ball again, run the ball again. I don't want to give it back to the Dolphins right away, or at least let's take some time off the clock. Yeah, I was looking at Tua props in this one. I think this is a Dolphin spot. I think he has a big game against this Raiders defense, and they probably will run up the score. So it, 
uh, pass attempts, 31 and a half. His passing yards is 269 and a half. It's crazy how I think some of these quarterbacks' passing props are slow, but I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take some L's on my uh, props this week. I'm not sure, but they seem low to me. Mm-hmm. Real quickly, anybody want to back the Miami Dolphins in the first half? Maybe that spread is the best play to where, okay, they get those turnovers, whatever, and then, you know, the Raiders just sell it off. Love in the it. Second half. I love that play. That's that's a strong angle, especially extra time to prepare coming off the pot. Yes, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the two-minute drill. Our favorite college plays and week 11 leaders and props right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily two-minute drill. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. It is time now for our weekly two-minute drill segment. And to guide us along this journey is none other than our fearless leader and the man who just spoke with Carissa Thompson and said that she is doing very well despite all of the criticisms. It's Paul Aspen. Uh, uh, yep, let's move on. Let's get in the hotel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, no. Uh, they were in Chicago She's last traveling. week. Uh, apparently She's at, traveling. Apparently at the Wiener Circle. Too. So a Chicago, <laughs> oh, a Chicago landmark. No, that so. was uh, – did you see the video of it? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really so listen terrible. to it. But Oh, the, man. The bit is like they, no, that, they yell at people. No, that's a real place. Aaron, that is a real place. Oh, no, that's a real place. It, yeah. No, she yeah, thinks yeah, we're doing a thing. No, it, you <laughs> – you would this is real news not we didn't make this up i would pay great money to see the hawk at the wiener circle i would die (laughs) i would die (laughs) she would love every bit of it we gotta make that happen whoa he would stick around for like two hours just to watch them in action if you know what i'm saying what is it it's I'm a male hot dog You know what? I want you to watch a couple Instagram reels of theirs during the break and then get your reaction. Okay. I don't even want to ruin it for you. Uh, I think Andrew yeah. Whitworth was there, right? He went in there. Yep. And Kelsey with, and Jason Kelsey. Jason. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could play it on the, the air. We can't play it on the air. No, there's not enough bleeps <laughs> in the world. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're fresh I took out a friend of there who was who's from Texas, and he I didn't tell him anything before we went, and he was flabbergasted. <laughs> I no I southern hospitality this. there. Yeah, yeah, I saw some mm. of their Instagram videos the other day. I was like, oh my god, you can't say that. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> even for that place. But anyways, yeah. Aaron thought All we right. were talking about something totally different. Like making innuendos, which honestly, if the Wiener Circle was not a real place, it would have been a very well executed innuendo. But it is a it is very much right. a real place. Okay. Uh, all right. So speaking of uh, things, college football. Let's uh, start the two minute drill there. Uh, let's go. Speaking so some of the headliners. 
Yeah, Georgia, Tennessee, <laughs> Washington, Oregon State. Uh, two minutes on the clock. Joe, you're going to save your favorite college play for lightning bets, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Aaron. Why are you laughing? Favorite college play of the week because of the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes right into it. Speaking of the wiener circle, we got Michael oh, Penix man. Jr. in action, oh. and he does not want to be an underdog this week. I think this will be a back and forth battle with the Beavers, no less. We can't oh, roll here. <laughs> and this is how we all get fired. Oh. <laughs> I like how the clock hasn't stopped. (laughs) I trust Michael Penix in this Huskies offense more than I trust Uh. Oregon State. (laughs) I'm going to go on Huskies Uh, money line. I would have liked it earlier in the week. You got a better number on Washington, (laughs) so I'll just go money line here with the Huskies. Okay, my turn. Follow that, Ed. Uh, I have a play on none of these things. Uh, Okay, seriously, LSU, 31.5-point favorites against Georgia State. Uh, Big spread, whatever. The number's fairly short. You just get passing rush, whatever. Let's look at the politics of the situation, though. LSU would love to have Jaden Daniels win the Heisman, right? Like, it's great for recruiting, promotions, all that good stuff. So don't you expect LSU to keep Daniels out there a little longer than perhaps he should be so that he can go nuts? He can win this game uh, more than comfortably, and they can blast Texas A&M next week. So I feel like that Daniels will go nuts in an attempt for him to win the Heisman. They have more control over that than any other Heisman finalist in all likelihood. So I look at this and say LSU is going to cover the 31 and a half and Daniels at four to one to win the Heisman. Both plays are very, very good. All right. Moving back to the NFL and maybe getting back on track. Uh, the well, Jason <laughs> yeah, Kelsey right. also at the Wiener Circle. We can't get away from it. Damn it. Uh, Chiefs Eagles Monday night. We haven't really talked about this game yet. Uh, favorite angles, Joe, we haven't heard from you in about 90 seconds. So let's hear from you first. All right. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Eagles, this one is, I've really been torn on the side. Like my first gut reaction was, okay, this is a spot for the Eagles, whatever you want to say, like uh, revenge, all that stuff. But it, it's it's hard to escape. Andy Reid with extra time to prepare, even though the Eagles have that same time to, to prepare. And one of the old standbys is, wait, Mahomes less than a field goal? That's just an automatic play. You just you just bet it. If it's three or less, or as an underdog, Mahomes is 26-1 and one against the spread for a reason. It's, it's a value spot. So that's where you want to go. I can't wait for this game. I think there are multiple mm-hmm. prop angles. Expect the Eagles to go run heavy. So that's where I'm going to be focused in the prop game when, when we break this game down on Monday. Uh 45 and a half the the total's been dropping which i find really interesting we finally got a prime time over last night maybe we're going to get another one on monday i'm with you and i really liked what daigle said earlier in the show so go listen to the pod but he was talking about you know overall i think the eagles are probably the better team right now but with all Mm. the other things like the andy Reid off the bye pat mahomes they're also at home it's that is still a very tough place to play at arrowhead electric atmosphere it's gonna be loud you got the Taylor Swift, both the Swift factors with the Taylor Swift, the families meeting. I don't know. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. So I'll be on the Chiefs side as well here. 
No play on the side for me. My model has this as 2.35, so it's really, really sharp. And I think it's important that we don't look at the Super Bowl because I think that's not going to give us that great of information. Mm-hmm. And coordinators are different from the Eagles, all sorts of things. So don't read too much into that. Joe, you mentioned the Eagles being run heavy. I think the Chiefs could be run heavy, given how many light boxes yeah. the Eagles will be employing here. So one prop that I want to take right here, right now, Mahomes over 25 and a half rushing yards, minus 120 at BetMGM. I think he could be taking off a lot in this contest, trusting his legs more than his receivers. Weren't both of these teams a lot better last year? Yeah. To your, po- yeah, to your point about just looking at, probably not looking at the Super Bowl, because they're not the same team. I think so. Right. Yeah, overall qualities dipped, I think, uh, uh, for both teams. And, and part of that, you know, coordinators getting used to those kinds of things, all that. But, boy, you got to get more receivers if you're the Chiefs. Like, it, it's got to be a more diversified portfolio than just throwing to Travis Kelsey. They are going to struggle in the playoffs if we continue to see this. To get back in the lab and see if I can back this up on Monday. But for some reason, they can gain well game. I don't know why, but... We'll take a look Ooh. at that. Uh, moving on to some weekly leaders on Sunday. Uh, so receiving leader, some interesting numbers down the board, like someone like Debo against a terrible uh, pass defense. He's like an 80 to one. I just don't know if they're going to spread it around or maybe go to him all day. Um, again, Titans pass defense, not great. Some juice numbers on the Jags, but like, can they get their stuff together? But any receiving leader options? And let's go in the same order. Joe, Aaron, Ed. Yeah, uh, Daigle mentioned the possibility for Puka to snap in this spot. He's 28 to 1, if you're willing to buy into that a little bit. You know, matchup wise, it's there. The problem is uh, the poor quarterback that he's attached to. Garrett Wilson? What about him? He's 25 to 1. I just don't know if the possibility is there. If he's going to be, I mean, this Bills defense is. It, and it continues to be one of the worst. And I certainly understand. Their three best guys on defense are out. Uh, certainly expected. It's tough to really kill them for that. You know, I agree with Daigle. And he mentioned that that Bears-Lions game just could get cr- one of those crazy games where both teams are in 30, something like that. About DJ Moore, 30-1. to 1. We've seen it from him this season. Maybe you could see it again in this spot. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. 
Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm not going to overthink this one against a really bad Panthers team. This game could also get out of hand. CeeDee Lamb, 13-1. There's still value on him, Joe. Yeah. What are the players doing? <laughs> There it's is. Unbelievable. I don't get it. I, I hate them. Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah, Thir- 13 to 1. CD value play. there, still value offensive player of the year. Like, that's wild to me. Like, I mean, I know the A.J. Brown thing is kind of hanging over our heads. But, yeah, C.D. Lamb, I, I think, is a great play there. Uh, Puka Nakua, make sure to listen to our podcast, wherever you podcast, uh, so you can hear John Daigle's thoughts. Those are huge, too. Brandon Ayuk at 25 to 1 is something I want to take a flyer on, in large part because I think when Debo Samuel's back in the fold, I don't think it necessarily just helps Debo or just helps Brock Purdy. I think that helps Brandon Ayuk more than just about anybody because Samuel is such a utility player that he can take away defensively uh, what they're trying to do, uh, take away that focus to where Ayuk can be more wide open. Like some of his biggest games have involved everybody being out there, and he still gets a high target share still gets a high air yard share i think 25 to 1 that's a good play a couple love for some tight ends like again if justin jefferson's not in like tj hawkinson josh Dobbs has been feeding him at 20 to 1 and then a guy we had some mm-hmm. disagreement on the show trey mcbride i looked at him too but he's 55 to 1 if they get involved in a shootout and a uh, high total game uh rushing leader so i was wondering i mean you guys mentioned puka seahawks run defense has been really bad but it's kind of like how where do you go in the rams run game but is there anyone you know hn if he's back 15 to 1 against the leaky raiders run defense anyone in the rushing leader sunday prop market that jumps yeah yeah you know you mentioned a chain and that that matchup is there for him now his odds are half of mostert so I'm really right. curious. I want to see where they both are in the in the final injury report later today. But who's to say that it's going to be a full workload for A Chain? So I'm I'm not I'm not sure about that one. The Jacobs number's too short as a massive underdog. Cook is 35 to one. I think he's going to get more looks. The problem is you're going against that Jets defense. He could have a good game. You know, I, I keep going back to this one. You know. David Montgomery, if that game's a shootout, maybe he gets more looks than expected, but it's a tough matchup. I, it's it's tough to say that there's anyone that stands out. He's not going to be listed on Sunday leaders, obviously, because he doesn't play Sunday, but um, I, I could see Swift having a really good game on Monday. Yeah, this is an interesting one, because I was thinking the same exact thing as you, like value on Mostert, because maybe they're going to like limit the workload on A-Chan, so... I'm torn on this one. Eckler? Maybe I'll go. Oh, Eckler. that's what not are, bad. What yeah, what is mm. his? Okay. But 22 is, to what, 1. 22. Give me Eckler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's going to go come through the air to him? Like, that's always the, the question. True. I don't think there's anything wrong with going after A-Chan and Mostert, 15 to 1, 30 mm-hmm. to 1, respectively. I, I think going either either because, look, this is a large spread. And if we trust that large spread is sharp – then, okay, they're probably going to go to the backups uh, a little sooner and be surprised if they uh, have like 75, 80-yard carries uh, and maybe three of them. So I think either one is fine. Christian McCaffrey doesn't have the shortest odds. He's at 9-1. to one. 
They just run the ball a good bit. Maybe it's kind of my hedge mm-hmm. for the receiving leader just to go with him. And also Travis Etienne will face a lot of light boxes against the Titans. Plus 950, I think is good. Good number on Brees Hall, 22. I've just been waiting for a Brees Hall game for weeks. I know. Uh, for that I know, again. right. Passing leader, it sounds like Brock Purdy's name has come up. He is at 15 to 1. Josh Dobbs. Do we think the Broncos defense is fixed? Whether we're talking about receiving or rushing or passing leader, anyone else down the board that jumps fixed out? Fixed is you an guys. interesting term. <laughs> yeah. Like a dog, like snip. Right. Fixed. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have your pets spayed what? or neutered, everybody. Oh, uh, uh, man. Uh, Look, are we going to see another crazy Texans game? What do we get? 57 points last week, a couple weeks ago, 76-point game. It's a possibility if we do see another crazy Texans game, that would include Kyler putting up a lot of points. So he's at 19-1, to and I mentioned a few times, uh, Bears-Lions, watch out, Fields, 35-1. to It feels like he's been forgotten about. All right, your homer play of the day. Let's go with Sam Howell against this Giants team. (laughs) He's been on a roll lately. Speaking of fixed, I think the commander's offense might have been fixed a little bit. So I need to get fixed. Commanders. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. I don't need that. Could you imagine if I had a baby now? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's off the board. You'd really be grumpy. Oh man, I can't go back. <laughs> Diapers again? Yeah, right. I can't go through that. We're done. Justin Herbert at ten to one against that Packers defense. I think that one, uh, you know, especially as his tel- targets are getting healthier, I think that's a great play. And what if two at plus seven fifty is just a nice safe approach where Tyreek Hill has like two hundred receiving yards or something like that? Uh, certainly a possibility there. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily like anybody else down the board though. Look, if if Josh Dobbs. Uh, really is the savior that Minnesota is uh, espousing him to be, then I think a 22-1 to <laughs> is fine. And also to answer your question about the Broncos being fixed, I think Patrick Sertan is fixed. I don't know if everybody else is. Maybe coached a little bit better because they're better in zone defense, but Sertan is the only guy I think will be just fine. That's all and I have. that is the two-minute drill. <laughs> this is Becky L. Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are Lightning Bets, our favorite plays for the weekend. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.
BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now for our lightning bets, and let's go ahead and jump right on in here. I will begin with a teaser. And first leg of the teaser is so process-driven that it's disgusting, but I just can't help myself. When you have a total of 33, 32 and a half, whatever, and a really close spread, how can you not take the teaser option? Even though I'm backing the favorite here, uh, I still think Steelers plus seven is uh, a worthwhile teaser leg. I can't help myself, so I'm going to go there. And then the other leg, Vikings plus eight and a half. I think they can win that game outright against Denver. So definitely uh, eight and a half points of wiggle room uh, is more than comfortable for me, knowing full well that this uh, Broncos defense could very well regress back to the awfulness that they were at the start of the season, despite having Patrick Sertan. Definitely think Vikings plus eight and a half is a good look there. I mentioned my alternate spread of the week. So I will put that in my lightning bets. Lions all spread to minus 10 and a half. I think they can absolutely dominate the Bears, especially uh, as Jared Goff continues to sling it around. The running game, I think, will also matter a great deal. Wouldn't be surprised if this Lions defense gets a couple of takeaways with some short fields that I know Jared Goff will capitalize off of. So minus 10 and a half there. Joey Sly over six and a half kicking <laughs> points. Why the heck not? Like, I mean, come on. Let's have some fun here. Thanksgiving's next week. Uh, let's care about everybody, including the kickers. Uh, next up, Aaron <laughs> Jones under 53 and a half rushing yards. Uh, going up against the uh, Chargers defense, they have gotten a lot better defending the run. Uh, but defending the pass has been a bit of a problem. And I have to believe that the philosophy for this Chargers defense is such to where they go, okay, we're not going to let Aaron Jones beat us. We're going to let Jordan Love in the air beat us. And look, if that's the case, okay, fine. Never mind Christian Watson or whatever. I think it's the rushing attack that they care more about defending. Uh, not to mention, I think some of the design runs that we might see from the Packers might be more for Jones's backup, maybe even for Jordan Love as well, because he's done really well running against lighter boxes, which you would see a lot of uh, as far as the Chargers are concerned. So I think it's that inconsistency through the air. Uh, that's what the Chargers are going to try and do is stop the run. So Aaron Jones under his number there. And then finally, Derrick Henry over 56 and a half rushing yards. Get the ball out of Will Levis's hands. He is a rookie. He still needs some time to develop. I think that first game when he was going nuts with DeAndre Hopkins, I think that was the outlier. I think everything since then is more indicative of what we're going to see from Will Levis the rest of the season. Not that he can't be great later in his career, but in the here and the now, I think the Titans will try and run the ball a good bit more. So give me Derrick Henry, November, enough said over his number, hmm. Joe. Yeah, good angle. I was hoping that you were going to go under on McBride because then I would have made sure to go over <laughs> on McBride. But I, I'll, I'll keep McBride out. I've got three sides and two props, and all the sides I like are pick'em games. So we start with college football. They have two losses on the road. They are so tough at home. Give me Oregon State, and it's a minus one Ooh. right now. Give me Oregon State going up against Washington. We know Penix. Oh, he finally ended his interception game streak of four last week, but he's had his issues. Uh, so I, I they're so tough. The Beavs, very tough at home, Aaron. So I'm going to go with Oregon State minus one in this spot. Can't wait for that game. Another pick em game. Give me the Browns after the overreaction. We're down to one. Browns a one-point favorite. 
that defense as impressive as any unit in the NFL this year. So I, I think they're going to coach up DTR, and he's going to be just fine. He'll do enough to get him through that game to win that game. So that'll be a cover. No else is going to win. It's the Rams with Stafford back and all their weapons. Yes, I'll take the Rams uh, plus one against the Seahawks. McVay, great history against Carroll as well. And the two props that I like, I got to go back to this well. I've got to. It's Lamb over 81 and a half. Like, come on. This game's ridiculous. And I I know the, the idea is, oh, it's going to be a blowout. Hey, you know what? Last week was a blowout. Last week, CeeDee Lamb didn't play in the fourth quarter. He still had 151 yards in the game. Because for it to be a blowout, You've got to score a lot of touchdowns. You've got to get a lot of yardage to get to that point. And Lamb's going to go over this number once again. And last one, maybe it's a bit of a revenge spot, whatever. Dan Campbell's going to feed into it. He's going to tell his guy, his bell cow, David Montgomery, you're scoring today. You're getting a touchdown against a team that did not believe in you. I believe in you. It's even money, or you can find a plus 105 for David Montgomery anytime touchdown. He is going to get into the, the end zone. So Oregon State... Browns, Rams, Lamb over, Montgomery touchdown. Man. I'm just torn. <laughs> I want to do Huskies money line and go against you, but let me let do me it. be a game time decision. Let me think do about it. it for a second. Prove it. Let's Food start fight. with Sam Howell. Over 246 and a half. It's minus 115. He's only gone under that three times. Tua over 21 and a half completions. He's gone over that six times, and I think he'll cruise over that this week. I'm with you on C.D. Lamb. I mean, 81 and a half. It should be at like 100 at this point, in my opinion. It's too <laughs> low. Give me the over on C.D. Lamb, especially in this matchup. I don't think C.J. Stroud turns into a pumpkin. I think he's motivated. He wants to be the MVP and he's going to keep running up the numbers. So over 262 and a half against this bad Cardinals defense. Oh, this one's tough. Do I go Huskies money line? And why this is tough, I actually have a Russell Wilson play. Over 27 and a half rush yards. He's been running the ball a lot. Mm. But do I really want to put Russell mm. Wilson in my top five plays? I don't know if I can yeah. stick it. Do All right, it. Let's do it. Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Huskies. He, you could be Come on. you could be in court, Russ, but we're, let's ride. Broncos, let's ride. <laughs> Over 27 and a half rush yards for Russ. Oh man. I actually like that decision. Sets up very well for BetQL court on Monday. Very well. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. okay. See, I, I, I think you producer. I thought content. you were gonna want her to go heads up with me for for the content. Oh, you know what? Can't that lose can't content. Lose so, well, and right. nobody Don't pays both. their bets off on this show. So, what's even the point? It's true. Jeez. Oh, still holding on to that one. Oh, look at yeah. him. He's come out of the cave. Wow. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done anything right. to Jake oh. because of Blake Snell. We gotta. Just saying. We gotta do. Wow. When are you gonna do a, a uh, double D bit on Fridays? He has like an eighty-six team parlay. So I got 15 seconds on the air today. Like double. I had a whole off. summer long bit of fading Blake <laughs> Snell. Look how that turned out for me. I'm good you on know bits why? for a little bit. And I'm not yeah. even going to jump in and say that. I'm not going to say that it's your fault that Blake Snell won his second Cy Young. When Jenks jumped in, that ended. Right. It. It's because everyone tried to bastardize my bit. You know, oh, you start something good and everybody else has got to take it.
Yep, oh, that's what happened. Tipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I hate it when <laughs> hate, hate to be tipped. Yeah. Hate to say the uh, word tip too much tip. Yeah. I mean, just oh, no. anteaters playing this no. weekend. Just a little no, bit no, too right. much tip. It happens. No. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's you just the eye. I promise. Just I happens promise. to the best oh of us. <laughs> oh wow! What is going uh, on? All right. It's <laughs> <right. laughs> juice. Okay. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> all right, I through mine. Uh, Cardinals time? plus five and a half. This is heading to six. What is so it? The number out there right now is five and a half. I think it's heading to six. I mean, it's a minus one hundred five on plus five and a half. So it looks like it's heading. It sure looks like it's heading to six. But right now, I'll give out Wait. Cardinals plus five and a half. I just I'm not ready to lay. Always crying, by the way. That kind of number. I know. Oh, it came through. Yeah, you guys make me laugh. I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. Uh, Texans Lane almost like this number is just don't think I'm there yet. Not even close. I will since no one else will put their what flag in the ground on McBride. I will uh, 54 and a half going over uh, that number. On McBride flag. over. <laughs> yeah. What? What does the Trey McBride flag look like? Uh, it's red. See red. Uh, CD Lamb over 81 and a half. Hey, the last time we did this was only last night with Mark Andrews. So sorry, CD. It was a great season. Oh, uh, Andrew was—he was hitting that one hundred percent. Oh, he was drive, like, first touchdown, oh, yeah. like eighty twenty-five yes. percent uh, of the time he gets into the end zone on that exact play. But Logan mm-hmm. Wilson, dirty player. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of dirty like Mark... players on this show too. <laughs> <laughs> Almost Whoa. said Mark Schultz. Shout out my old roommate Dalton Schultz over fifty. And as long as it's not Jordan, very quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, fake, fake news. Although I guess that report was real. Uh, I guess I'm all over this Cardinals Texans game. How about that? Uh, Schultz over fifty and a half. Very quickly becoming a favorite target of CJ Stroud. His floor is like five targets a game. Pretty happy about that. And I'm going with Debo. Debo against one of the worst passing defenses at a decent number, forty nine and a half. I will say he gets he clears fifty yards against the Bucks. I've never seen you give the, uh, this many props. I'm done. Like, I'm done with sides. Like <laughs> I really? like really? last night. You've had enough. He yeah, did announce no, it I in mean, the chat in like the first segment. I was like, this oh, isn't fun show. anymore. It's huh, not fun right? anymore. Oh, you can't bonus trust bet. injury reports anymore. Bonnie's <laughs> Bonnie's came through last night. One outright. They are 10-point dogs to Arbor, Arbor, that team, Bruce Pearl's team. Uh, so we'll go. Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> it's been happening quite he a bit. He gave up. He tried twice, and that he's was, like, I'm that a That crazy. Paul. <laughs> Arbor. Uh, but they're plus seven and a half in the first half. Uh, so oh. I like that. Bonnie's against all. all, all crazy bird. Dave gave you a shout out for your Bonnie's. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's up, Grady Dave? Big bonus That's show. Sweet. Shall we? Uh, I have a couple things Shoei real quick. Uh, getting unanimous. No, Shohei Otani's going to the Dodgers. That's like just uh, uh, easy. I'm going to go Stroud, 300 plus at two to one. I'm just going to yes. ride this hot streak with him. I'm also going to keep riding the hot streak of the Vikings. Just going to keep playing them on the money line when they're dogs until it doesn't work wow. anymore. So. Josh Dobbs experience, the power of Creed, going to keep leaning into that. And then David Montgomery, <laughs> two plus touchdowns, plus 370. Like, it's it's going to happen. 
the, the revenge game after they didn't pay him. It's just it's in blood for my kidneys. <laughs> what was your score? Did you give a uh, score? <laughs> no. You did on his show. I think the Bears lose by like thirty. Wow. That's fair. Okay. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Have a great weekend.